0: This is episode 336 of the Beyond the Food Show, and today we're gonna talk about the link between emotional maturity, food, and health behavior. You don't wanna miss this. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going to Beyond the Food Show, the only podcast that teaches you how to reshape your mind, not your body, to make your life better, bigger, and bolder. Your undieted life. I'm your host, Stephanie Dodier, reformed dieter, nutritionist, and coach. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome back, my dear sisters. Today is September the 29th. I'm recording this a few weeks ahead of the podcast release, and it's T minus one. I'm leaving for Morocco on tomorrow, on Friday the 30th. And I have all kinds of emotion about this. I feel fear. I feel excited. I feel anxious. I feel all the things. And it's okay. And this is why I wanted to record this episode today because we're going to talk about emotions. And I wanted to walk you through how I'm experiencing these emotions and how. When you do the work of learning what is an emotion, learning to interpret, to process your emotion, and you're getting to this place in your life where you are what I call emotional maturity, what happens, and how that skill set of being able to process your emotion, being able to learn from your emotion, impacts your life and impacts your behavior and I know for many listeners here one of the challenge you have in your life is your relationship to food or your relationship to your body or even your relationship to health and your desire to be healthy and the way we have been socialized as women is that When we think about our behavior, when we think about how we eat and what kind of action we take for self-care or how we engage with our body, we think that the solution is into action, more action and change our habits and focusing on changing our habits. What I'm going to invite you to think about today, that it's not about that, that the way we were socialized to think about our action and our behavior and our habit is coming from system like diet culture, healthism, and patriarchy. And unfortunately, what we've been taught, we've, what we've been conditioned is leading to where we are today. So if you're a challenge or if you want to change certain of your habits around food and health, the solution is not to do the same thing you were doing before that let you <laughs> to be in a state where you want to change your habit. It's about doing something different. And the solution, in my perspective, and in the place where I interact with myself and my client and where I am in my life, the solution is not about willpower, it's not about discipline, it's not about accountability and more checklists, it's about emotional maturity. So that space where currently I'm gonna come back to my story about leaving for Morocco, but I feel all kinds of emotion. I feel excited, I feel anxious, and I feel feared, and that's okay. Like I'm totally okay with feeling all these emotions. I'm not wanting to run away which it was just, I mean, 10 years ago, when I used to feel fear, I used to have panic attack. I wanted to literally crawl out of my body. And if that's you right now, I just want to embrace you and give you a big hug. I get it. And for me, the path to not wanting to crawl out of my body to not have panic attack was not more control on my emotion, but it was actually to feel and process my emotion. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm feeling the anxiety and I'm feeling the fear and I'm feeling it. And I'm sitting with it last night on Thursday, you know, Wednesday night, I was curled up on my couch in a fetus position and I was hugging myself and I was experiencing the anxiety and the fear. I was feeling it in my body. Instead of wanting to run away, wanting to numb, eating, I was able to feel it, stay with it for 10 or 15 minutes and carry on with my day-to-day life. Carry on with going to bed early, not staying in front of the TV, binging Netflix until midnight, because in the past I used to be afraid of going to bed and not falling asleep. So I would stay in front of the TV for hours until I fell literally in bed, exhausted, like could not stay for one more minute, my eyes open. And that's how I used to fall asleep because I could not imagine being in silence in the darkness of my room, feeling my emotion and being overwhelmed by that. As I'm thinking in going to Morocco, there's a new emotion that I normally don't experience when I travel, which is fear. Because I'm going to a country with a very different culture and a very different philosophy about women. And I'm a single woman, white, who does not share the same cultural background as them, and it's something that I'm afraid of. And what's interesting is I am not being stopped by fear. I am still moving forward with my goal of going to Africa and going to Morocco even though I am afraid in the past I have perceived the fear as a sign that was real danger and I would have reacted in not pursuing my goal because I would have interpreted the fear as something that I shouldn't be doing where now I'm able to be with the fear and not act on it and that's emotional maturity And emotional maturity is that place where you can be with your emotion, you can feel your emotion, you can understand your emotion, not because you're suppressing them or controlling them, but because you are able to understand why they're present in your life. When I teach about emotion, I use an analogy that I think many of you will probably relate to, is I see my emotion, I think of my emotion as a radar. And I want you to imagine the radar screen in an airport control room. You know, there's the old fashioned radar where there was a little white dot running across the screen, tracking the airplane. These little white dots on the radar screen those are your emotion these are my emotion they're just signal guiding me through life instead of being something that is against me something that i need to control something that is bad it's a signal it is a sign it is a map for me to understand myself and my life better and that prevents that perspective on your emotion pre prevents reacting to your emotion because for most of us when we feel an emotion in our body we don't know what it is we don't know how to engage with it and we react to it we have an emotion we have an action sorry that attempt to suppress control or negate or numb the emotion so when we feel stress right? We may open the drawer in our office and grab some candy. We, like last night on the couch, I would have numbed myself on Netflix because I didn't want to think about fear, fear of going to that country in a different cultural aspect. I would have just numbed myself out and I would have pushed myself through fear to get there out of willpower and discipline. Those are reactive behavior, That's why my company is called Beyond the Food because I've been doing this work for myself and with my clients for years and I figure out very quickly that it was never about the food. The food was a reactive behavior to an emotion I was and my client were experiencing. And I could put a band-aid by controlling the food behavior, which I did for 25 years, and most of you have as well by dieting and controlling food, but it kept re When you want a permanent solution to your health behavior and to your food behavior and any behavior really in your life relationship and work, it's about going to the emotion that produced the behavior. Instead of acting out your emotion, instead of reacting to your emotion, you're responding to your emotion. That's emotional maturity. Emotional maturity is being able to feel the emotion, say, oh, I'm anxious. I wonder why. I wonder what's happening. What am I thinking about? What's going on in my life? Well, there's a signal. I'm anxious. Let's figure out why. Let's have an opinion about that. Let's decide what we're going to do with that and then respond, right? Let's curl up on a couch and let, let's hug yourself and make yourself feel safe and then once your nervous system has regulated and become calm again carry on with your life so it's that place of choosing instead of having to right I am choosing to process my emotion instead of having to push through my emotion I was coaching someone Last weekend, I think it was last weekend, we did the NF Masterclass, and it was actually a a woman that's been with me for almost a year inside of Undiet Your Life. And there's this very interesting pattern that happened, and some of you may recognize yourself in this. You stop dieting, you decide to stop dieting, then you learn the intuitive eating process, you learn to make peace with food, and then you regulate food. And then you eat when you're hungry, you stop when you're full and life is good with food, but your brain is still looking to control life. And what happens very often is that people will do the work with food and then they learn to trust themselves with food their brain's like, okay, but we still got to control. So now we're gonna start or we're gonna continue or we're gonna hyper-focus on health. And that's what I call healthism. Not just me, but in my field, we call that healthism, the obsession with health. And then so this woman was wanting to have an accountability, wanting to control her behavior around health instead of trusting her body and trusting herself and thinking thoughts that would create an emotion of natural motivation, instead of using willpower and discipline in order for her, in her case, she wanted to move her body more frequently because it was, quote unquote, better for her health. So this knee-jerk reaction of wanting to control our behavior is really because we don't have the emotional intelligence to understand our emotion and the ability to produce emotion that will give us a natural behavior, an automated behavior that is most and best intended for us. When we are emotionally mature, when we are someone who can handle their emotion, can process, feel their emotion, we are in a state of radical self-responsibility towards our emotion something happened to me in regards to this travel last night as well i'm going to share this with you and i'm just going to illustrate how radical self responsibility plays in to emotional maturity i had a friend who was supposed to travel with me and she decided at the last minute to not travel with me she was she was supposed to come and meet me 2 weeks into the trip and she responded to her fear she responded to her fear about being in a different culture different country and she decided to back out of coming and meet me and in the past I would have then called her when she texted me and told me that in the past I would have texted her and called her and tried to convince her as to why she she didn't have to be afraid and why she needed to come with me because I wasn't able to deal with the emotion of her backing out of the trip created in me. And it created anger in me a little bit, right? The moment I read the text, I'm like, what? What happened? And I dealt with that myself because what happens in my body in my emotional body is created by my thoughts. Radical self-responsibility is part of emotional maturity and it's not something that happens by a fluke at the end, it's as you become more emotionally intelligent, as you learn to process your emotion and understand your emotion, you have to put these this thinking cap that you are 100 percent responsible for your emotion radical self-responsibility for your emotion because if you don't take full responsibility for your emotion then you'll never be able (laughs) to be at peace with your emotion because you will always look for someone to blame by the way if you haven't listened to the previous podcast 334 self-responsibility versus self-blame go and listen to that and that will help you understand what I'm talking about here. When you take radical self-responsibility for your emotion, all that happened within you is because of your own thought. I had an opinion when my friend texted me and said, I've decided to not go, but it wasn't because she created that emotion in me. I had a thought about her not coming and that thought that I was thinking about her not coming, created the emotion that I felt in my body. So there's no point for me to go and try to convince her and text her and make her change. That was reactive behavior. I needed to deal with my own anger and my own emotion. (laughs) That's why I curled up on the couch and I processed this emotion. And within 15 minutes I understood what I was thinking my perspective on her not coming and what that created in me and I was able to bring safety to myself so in an emotionally mature state you take radical responsibility for your emotion and you have amazing relationship why because you are able to create emotional safety for yourself an emotionally safe person like I am right now, where I can feel my emotion, process my emotion, and manage my own emotion and be safe in my own emotion, I automatically create safety for others to have emotions. Because, I know they're responsible for their emotion. I am not creating emotion in them, just like they're not creating emotion in me. And I know an emotion is not something bad, something to be avoided, something terrible. I'm like, oh, it's just a bunch of sensation in your body created by your thoughts, because really that's what an emotion is. An emotion is just a bunch of electric current traveling through your nervous system, your spine, from your brain all along your spine to your nerves and to your body, creating reaction in the body. That's what emotions are, right? It's literally a physiology reaction to a thought in your brain. And when you know that and you live by that truth in your own life, You then can look at other people having emotion and knowing it's just an emotion, they're safe. They may not understand that, but me, I understand what's going on with you and I am calm about it. I'm not reacting to your emotion. Imagine the amount of behavior and habits and reactive behavior that you can wipe out Literally wipe out of your life because you're no longer reacting to other people's emotion. My friend was feeling deep fear and her reaction was to not come on the trip. I did not react to her fear. This is so powerful. And this is where a lot of eating and numbing behavior and not showing up for yourself and your health come from. Because you are consumed by reacting to other people's emotion. Your resources, when I talk about your resources, I'm talking about your time, your mental space, your emotional space, your financial resources are consumed by reacting, managing all the stuff that's going on in your body because you are, you're thinking other people cause my emotion. And because you can't control other people, all you're left with is all the reaction within you. And then you get frustrated with yourself and then you get angry with yourself for not going for your walk or drinking the water you wanted to drink or eating when you're hungry because you're consumed with other people's stuff. And when I say stuff, I'm talking about their emotion. And I just wanna highlight one last thing about emotional maturity and the power of it is believing in yourself, believing in myself. In order for me to pursue with my goal of going to Africa and going to Morocco and going to a country that's vastly different from anything that I've ever known, I need to believe in myself. I need to believe that I am going to have my own back. I am going to be safe with myself. And no matter what happened, I'm going to take care of myself. That's believing in yourself. Wherever you are right now, your goal may not be (laughs) to go to Morocco, your goal may be to make peace with food, make peace with your body, right? If you're just coming out of diet culture, in order for you to commit to the transformation of going from controlling food to making peace with food and letting go of all the food rule, you need to believe in yourself. That's the first step. First step is you believing in yourself, that you're going to have your own back. And when you are in a state of emotional immaturity, and because you're in a reactive state, if you could see me right now, for those who are seeing me on video, you're in a reactive state constantly because like you're having an emotion you're like Oh, i'm having an emotion oh my god i gotta figure out how to not have this emotion oh my god here's another emotion and oh my god here's another one <laughs> right you're constantly consumed with the up and down of your emotion i know some of you are giggling right now because that's what it feels like in your own body when you're consumed by that you have no energy left at the end of the day to have your back right because an emotion shows up. Oh, I got to manage this one. I got to react to this one. Oh, another one shows up. You're constantly reacting to your own emotion. So it's, you're never in a state of safety because you never know what's coming next. Because you're thinking unknowingly and unconsciously, I just got to suppress this emotion. I got to get rid of it. I got to control it. If that sounds like you. I have your back, my sister. <laughs> I can teach you to not be like this anymore when you're ready, but you have to believe that you can do that, and I want to stand here for you to say that it is possible, lean into me if you have to, from someone who had serial panic attack, anti-depression, anti-anxiety medication, biting her nails to the point where it was bleeding, like my anxiety was so so profound and here i am today being in a complete state of emotional maturity being able to have my own back and pursue my goal even though i feel the fear and i feel the anxiety if i can do it it is accessible to you too is it easy no nothing that's going to be different from what you have today or where you are today Stepping into something different, in this case, emotional maturity, is not supposed to be easy because you're changing the current reality you're experiencing. It's not easy, but I know you can do it. If you focus on it and you have a process to do it and you understand what you have to do and you get culture, it, you absolutely can do it. But you have to believe in your own possibility of becoming An emotionally mature person. And the path to do that is to first travel through emotional intelligence, which is acquiring the skill set of understanding what emotion is, understanding how an emotion travels through your nervous system, how to what we call inside of Undiet your life riding the wave of your emotion, feeling the sensation into your body, and then learning what created that emotion in your body. That's the process of emotional intelligence. We discover when we're finished feeling the emotion in our body, we have a process called self-coaching where we go into our brain and find out what thoughts, what belief created that electric current in our nervous system, that emotion, we're like, oh, okay. It's because my friend texted me and told me she's not coming. Oh, okay. You felt anger. Okay, great. Then that self-coaching is going into your brain and understanding which thoughts, which belief created that emotion. And then the final process is making a decision okay so this is what happened Texts. I had the thought she's letting me down that created anger that felt like this in my body okay if I continue to think she has let me down I will continue to feel anger do I want to continue to think that and feel anger do you see the power into this you get to decide which emotional experience you live through. And for me, once I figure it out, I decided, no, it's not true. She's not letting me down. She's reacting to her, to her own fear. And the only way she knows to keep herself safe through this kind of fear is by not going on a trip. And that's Okay. I can hold space for her for that. That's her current capacity. That's her current way of creating safety for herself. Good. I'm still going. <laughs> I'm still going on that trip. And I'm not going to be angry because I understand what happens in her body and in her brain. That's emotional maturity. Gaining that skill set, gaining that state of being with your emotions is what will in turn, change your habits, your eating behavior, your health behavior, your relationship, your career, all of the reaction, action, and habits you have in your life by gaining this capacity of being with your emotion. If you're ready to do this work, I invite you to join us inside of Undiet Your Life. That's the first two or three lesson, I think it's lesson one, two and three inside of Undiet Your Life where we teach you all there is to know about emotion. We teach you about emotional intelligence and riding the wave and making decisions from a place of love instead of fear and then we go right into teaching you how to understand which thought created which feeling and created which action and how to change them. So I can't wait to see you if that's for you inside of Undiet Your Life. If not, I love you, my sister, and I'll see you on the next podcast. If you are loving what you're learning on the podcast, you have to come and check out Undiet Your Life. This is where we get to hang out together, where you get the individual help applying the concept thought on the podcast while learning new coaching tool that will make your life even more amazing. It's also where you get to apply the learning to think better, eat better, and feel better. And create your undieted life, your better, bigger, and bolder life. Go to StephanieDose.com forward slash join. I'd love to have you join us inside of Undiet Your Life, and I'll see you on the other side.